Greetings and salutations. Welcome to What Do You Watch, a geek culture podcast. This is our episode number five, which is a, a nice little semi-round number. I'm, I'm excited. We're halfway down to 10. My name is Max, and as always, I'm joined by the Swamp Thing himself, my good friend, Mayhal. What's up, Mayhal? Swamp Thing? That's rude. <laughs> I, hate, uh, I, hate, I hate green. But didn't, weren't you, like, super sad they canceled that show? <laughs> Why do you got to remind me all the time? I know, dude. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? Have you watched it? I watched the first episode. Exactly. It was fucking fire. I, I didn't hate it. And, you know, it was uh, it's definitely not my thing, pun intended. But uh, <laughs> I, I I thought it was cool. No, it, it got better as the season went on, but sucks that, you know. Uh, unfortunately, no, what it was, it wasn't the fact that it wasn't good. It was, it was around the time where DC was shuffling around all their... Uh, stuff around where remember DC started that stupid thing with their um, subscription only yeah. uh, platform they had yeah they were doing that and they realized that it was kind of really stupid so they started like cutting budgets for everything so yeah and they but killed yeah. it they killed the o- thing other than DC <laughs> being a colossal mess I'm doing great you not bad not bad uh, you know I'm uh, I'm not doing as good as last week We'll get into that, you know. The Habs <laughs> are, are hitting me hard this week. The 4 we'll, is coming. The 4 is coming. Don't worry. Shut, shut mm-hmm. up. We'll get to that, though. But also with us, as usual, is the hottie with the body, my good friend Tino. What's up, Tino? What's uh, what's new with you? How's your life today? Tell us about your, <laughs> tell us about your adventures. It's been an interesting day. <laughs> so I heard. So I heard. Yeah, no, no on my way here, like uh, leaving my house, um, because I'm filming at Elena's house this week. And um, I was getting, okay, to start off, Mayhel can attest to this. I told him one time when he came and parked in my house, park on the side because people fly through the stop in front of my house. Yeah. So I'm like, listen, like, I don't want your car to get. No, I don't want to like interrupt, but holy shit. No, he was absolutely right. Like I was, I parked on like the side street and I was just watching cars. Like they do not stop at all. No, they stop for like a split second and just zoom off. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like a, it's like a pretty sub suburban. Yeah, yeah. suburban area. It's a, a pretty suburban kids. area. There's like parks around. Shit. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. So like, it's been an ongoing problem like my whole lifetime, whatever. So I like, I'm used to it, whatever. But I'm leaving and I see this lady coming down the street. God, it must. She must have been going a hundred. Like no word of a lie. At least a hundred in a forty zone. And I was like, there's no way she's gonna stop. So I'm at the stop and she slams on her brakes, gets to the stop, whatever. So I just wave her through. I'm like, no, no, keep going. I mean, you were, you were obviously already planning to go. And so we were going back. And then she just like, she, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to go. And as I'm going, she's like yelling at me, like from her, her like window. So I'm like, what the hell is this lady yelling at me? So I flipped her off and what's called, I kept driving <laughs> and I kept driving. And then don't I see in my rear view mirror her? Full on, like reverse her car around, spin around, and she starts chasing me and Elena through my neighborhood. Wow! Oh my God, this lady. Are you serious? Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I'm like panicked for a second. I'm like, this lady's obviously off her rocker. Yeah. And so I'm like trying to avoid her, whatever. Like I'm going down like all kinds of streets, and then I end up like on one of these like side streets, whatever. But it was pretty popular. Like I think it was near a kid's pool or something. So there was a lot of cars around. And she like first she tries to like railroad us off the road at one point. I turned like Actually? left. Actually, yeah. What the fuck? So I turned left and I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna go." If she was going around me to go straight or whatever. I'm gonna go left. 
she comes cuts another car off pulls up beside me and starts yelling at me out of the car this whole time she was filming me driving I don't know. She was the one pursuing me and she's filming me driving. Yeah. That's going to look great for her on social media. If she ever posts it. (laughs) So I, I mean, I told her when she pulled up, I was like, keep filming. Let's, so the cops are coming and Elena was actually getting nervous. So like she was actually dialing the cops or whatever. Yeah. And whatever she got into it. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like you should have given that finger to your girlfriend there instead of me. And blah. blah. So I told her, I was like, listen, (laughs) listen, I was, I like, and then I was like realizing, like you know what, like I'm gonna be have to be the one to calm this situation down. Like the old manager and me came out. Yeah. I was like, because there is no reasoning with this lady. I could tell she's off her rocker today or whatnot. So I told her I was like, listen, I are you listening to me now? Like I apologize, okay? Because she just kept talking. I was like, you done? I'm apologizing to you. I should not have done. I should not have flipped you off. You know, as much as I want wanted to. You know, I shouldn't have done it. And she's like, you know, I was like, but you were speeding like crazy through the zone. Like you could have killed someone, killed him. She's like, I live in this area too. I know how it is. She's like I was in a rush because my father fell down the stairs. And of course, me being nice, I was like, okay, like, I'm sorry that your father fell down the stairs. Part of me also wants to be like, but you had time to pursue me. <laughs> like, Yeah, no, there's no way that she, that is no way no, that's right. No, no. The fact that she took out her phone and chased you, filmed you, yeah. while her father is, you know, potentially, God knows, <laughs> have like, help, I fall and I can't get up in moment. Nah. <laughs> wow. No. yeah exactly so anyways like just to diffuse the situation i just like apologized to her or whatever i was like but it left me rattled because i was like okay like she obviously knows where i live like has my license whatever like I, she's not gonna do anything but at the same time like you know i didn't practice what i preach either i was like you know you never know who it is you're interacting with on the road like how crazy they can be so not the smartest move on my own part maybe a lesson in there to learn but uh, yeah. Dude, the lesson in my book is you're way too nice of a person, and we all knew that. Uh, <laughs> um, but and I understand the whole. Listen, I've been in customer service forever, so diffusing situations is part of my DNA, and so is so is yours. I know, but at some point, like I don't know, man. I just uh, sometimes I get if I get really angry, I'll say things maybe I don't mean, and I probably would have told her to go fuck herself right then and there, and then maybe after I would have been like having a panic attack at home because. Oh my God, <laughs> She knows where I live. She'll get a grenade, throw it in my window. <laughs> and, you know, I've seen too, too many movies, but um, wow. <laughs> what, yeah. a, what a fun, uh, what a fun adventure for you. Oh, yeah. But, Tell me about it. Holy shit. So, is Ellie okay? Yeah, yeah. She's good, of course. I feel like a guilty, you know, putting, <clears throat> but thank God it was like this crazy mom, like suburban mom, yeah. <laughs> you know, and not like actually like someone who's like, I don't know, carrying a gun or something. You never know on the road today. You hear all these crazy stories on the news. So, I mean, it was definitely eye-opening in that, like, all these road rage stories. Like, okay, like, you know, she was 100% in the wrong. You know, she was even provoking me by, like, she was yelling at me yeah. from the window. And I just kind of flipped her off, say, like, okay, get out of here. You know <laughs> what I mean? But, like, then what's, like, it's like I invited that to it, I felt like. So, I was like, you know what? Like, lesson learned. I'm just going to ignore the crazies. And- I mean, listen, let's be honest. If she... If she had been someone that looked like The Undertaker, you probably would not have flipped her off. You know what I mean? So, no, 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 for sure. For sure. If it was The Undertaker, I would have kept driving. I wouldn't even have looked. Like, there you go. He's like, keep honking, good sir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's why whenever I drive, I have the windows closed. And if yeah. somebody does something stupid shit, I just yell <laughs> at myself and be like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Be like, <laughs> no consequences. Yeah. Literally. But no, that, that's that's crazy. West Island mom's keeping it real. Oh, yeah. Yep. As always. You know what? I'll, I'll tell Sam to keep an eye out on the West Island uh, community page. Maybe she'll post it there. Oh, for sure. If she's going to post it anywhere, it's the other West Island mom. Some some white male was attacking me while <laughs> I was going to go attend to my father. 
offensive <laughs> gestures. Yeah, that's crazy though. That's that's insane. But honestly, I mean, you can't you can't be blamed for what you did. Like the fact that she's speeding that much, and the fact that she, she says she lives there. Get the fuck out of here. True. Yeah. If you live there, you should have a problem with speeding that much there. True. You should know. You know. Anyway. So, well, listen. That was by far our best anecdote yet. Um, it, it beats buying an omnibus. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and finally, today is a special day for us here at What Do You Watch as we introduce our very first guest on the show. We are pleased to welcome our pal, Mr. Andrew Malice. What's up, Andrew? Hey, everyone. How's it going? Glad to be here. Very happy to have you on the show. As I said, you're our first, uh, very first guest. And now, for folks who may not know who you are, I mean, we are all good friends um, outside the podcast here. But uh, also just wanted to shout out that you run your own uh, YouTube channel as well, dedicated to gaming, and it's called Celtic Pred Gaming. Did I pronounce it correctly? That's correct, Max. Yeah. yeah so I no uh, just so started shut, that last year, you know, during COVID. I figured what the hell, uh, start it up and uh, see what happens. And it's, uh, I've been having fun with it. Nice. I love it. I mean, that's kind of why we started this podcast, right? We just wanted to just chill and talk about stuff we like. And we figured, hey, 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 there might be one or two crazy mofos out there who will get a kick out of listening to us ramble about <laughs> geeky stuff so that's why right. not you never know um so welcome on the podcast and thank you all for joining us for another episode of our show where the three of us and sometimes our friends along with us sit down and talk about all things tv and movie related <clears throat> now boys this week uh we will continue with our weekly review of loki of course the mcu dc show has been a banger of an episode and we have a lot to talk about um it was episode four um, and so we just started the second half of the season, which only has six episodes, sad face. Um, but before we get to all that, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been watching this week as usual and get some, uh, into some interesting pieces of news that caught, caught our eyes as well. However, guys, before we get into all that, I'd like to address the elephant in the room, if I may. Um, last week, Tino and Mihal dared to record their live reactions to the new Shang-Chi trailer without me. They dared. Hey. Hey, 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 well, well, let, let, me, let me finish. I have since forgiven you guys because <laughs> I was, I made a choice, a conscious decision to go enjoy watching my Habs winning their series against Vegas. It was a conscious decision, so I can't hold it against you. But I definitely want to share my reaction to it with you guys, nonetheless, right now. And now, hold that on. We have, wait, wait, wait. You get yeah. one sentence. You get one sentence. Go. <laughs> the dragon is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, there's like a, a half a second where you see like a huge dog like whipping someone in the air. So yeah, I don't know who that a, is. That's a tiger. A tiger? A tiger, okay, well. tiger or a lion? You saw it you saw in the first trailer for a bit running alongside somebody. Oh, yeah. yeah. Looks really cool. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say that uh, if uh, I was already really excited for that movie, probably out of all the movies that we have seen stuff from in the MCU, um, Eternals and all that stuff. This is probably the one that I think looks the coolest, quote unquote. Um, the soundtrack in the trailer. Um, I think Tino, you said it last week in your own review where you felt like it gave, gave you a little bit of um, Black Panther vibes. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. I, I get that. I know it's very different, uh, but I get the same, a little bit of the same energy from it. I like how um, there's a huge sense of mystique. You see them both having different colored rings at the end. So I guess there's 20 rings, not just 10. <laughs> Maybe, again, I know nothing about that franchise. So I have to, I'm going to discover it uh, with a lot of people watching the movie. Um, but yeah, the trailer was awesome. That dragon looks cool as hell. I'm all about dragons. Um, well, actually, um, 
I don't think it's I'm the a... one you guys mentioned. Though. I ran a line. It's not Fi Fang Fu Fei Fa Li Ho. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, calm down there. <laughs> I'm very calm. First of all, it's Fing Fang Fu. Oh, him. Okay. Yeah. No, no. I think uh, I think they're gonna not put him in this. They may have some similarities to it, but they may not use it directly. Yeah. And also talking about the rings. They're actually technically bracelets for the dragon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting. Right, Tina, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Well, you mean like the, they're rings on a dragon, but bracelets. Yes, yeah, sorry, the opposite <laughs> okay, way. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. You're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was really interesting. I kind of want to get Andrew's take on it since he's our guest and he didn't get to give us his reaction. What do you think of the trailer, Andrew? I thought it was pretty awesome like uh really different uh i like the music everything flowed together i like the change like the rings and everything it's pretty cool i'm yeah. excited to see them in live action finally see what they do uh, and what they change you know because marvel they change stuff yeah um and also wong can't wait to see him yeah we can actually talk about that yeah it was Most in our before. pieces of news but uh, i think it's worth mentioning that kevin feige himself confirmed that it's actually wong and abomination yeah. which yeah. is tim roth they're yeah. bringing Tim Roth back. Oh, wow. uh, 10 years, not more than 10 years, right? It was uh, in two, 2007 or 2008, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To 20, to, uh, 2008 was Iron Man, and I think it was made right after. So, yeah, yeah it's like 13, 13 years ish or whatever. You know, it's it's crazy that he's back. Yeah, because um, they actually, uh, well, the Incredible Hulk movie is technically canon with the MCU because yeah. Iron Man, Tony, actually, Tony Stark appears in that post credit scene talking to Ross. Yeah, and we see Ross yeah. again in, uh, in yeah. Civil War, so. Yeah. Infinity uh, War, yeah, he's been in a lot. So we'll see, but. That's yeah, go ahead. I only watched one time, the the Incredible Hulk. Like, I watched it once just to kind of go through when I was going through all the MCU movies, but. Yeah. One I'd revisit. <laughs> I actually watched it in theater when it came out. Yeah, I mean, I was too. like, wow, this yeah. is this was good. Like, I enjoyed this. Like, they did a good and, job with Hulk and Abomination. I was like, really impressed. Yeah, I was impressed yeah. at that time. And, and Andrew Norton is a great actor. I like him a lot. And yeah. so I remember feeling very disappointed when he was recast. But mm-hmm. now I could not see the MCU without Mark Ruffalo in it. So yeah. it's it's funny how they worked that in. But yeah, he cucked himself. He wanted yeah. more money. Yeah. He wanted more money up front, and they're like, "Yeah, no, you know what? Well, we'll just recast you." <laughs> your, hey, your face is not even there for half the time. You're like yeah. a green monster for like half Seriously. of our movies. So, uh, whatever, screw him. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is awesome. He totally he kills is. it. Not just as the Hulk, but Bannon. He his Bannon is, I think, yeah. I would say even better than uh, Norton was. Yeah. Um. All right. So I just wanted to say my piece with, with that since it was brought up last week. So without further ado, let's go into our first. Um, our first segment here, but as dic- decorum dictates, uh, guests will speak first. And so, Andrew, Mom Andrew, let me yes, ask you, sir. what have you been watching lately? Um, so I actually just binge watched Black Summer season one and two. Nice. So I saw like there was a new season that came. I'm like, hmm, the show looks interesting. Zombies, you know, zombies are awesome. So I'm like, why not? Let's start it. And uh, yeah, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. For uh, those who haven't watched it, it's actually... Uh, I found out later, it's actually a prequel to Z Nation, which was a sci-fi show that ran for five seasons, a zombie sci-fi show. And it was, Z Nation was kind of like more comedy, like if you think of uh, Zombieland. So it's kind of like that kind of show. But Black Summer is like the opposite. It's like more like The Walking Dead, like dramatic, like uh, consequences, like, you know, it's crazy. It looks looks very grim. I watched a trailer after Mayhem talked about it, and it looks grim as hell. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. I, I ended. I think I ended last week's 
when we talked about it last, I ended on the note of saying like, the show really showcases how humanity's humanity can be a piece of shit. Andrew, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, definitely. The <laughs> there's a lot of uh, human on human conflict, and it just shows you what happens when the apocalypse, like right at the beginning of the apocalypse, and a few months into it, and how people act and behave, and uh, the lengths they go to to survive, and it's crazy. And I now, really I recommend it. Oh. But let me ask you this, though, because I kind of got a little bit of zombie fatigue after Walking Dead and everything. How would okay. you say it differentiates in a way? Um, if Like for me, for example, like I, I put it on my list after my health talked about it last week because I like to follow up on what other people in the podcast are watching. But I'm still I'm still like, for example, I, I'm going to talk about what I watched a little later, but I ended up watching a different show this week just because. Not that it didn't pique my interest, but I'm, I'm still kind of feeling the zombie fatigue a little bit. Is okay. there something that you would say is very different about that show compared to something like, for example, Walking Dead? I don't kind of I don't want to watch another Walking Dead 2.0 in a way. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. It is similar to Walking Dead, yeah. but I think it's different. It shows more of the interactions with people, I guess, if you can say. I know Walking Dead is all, all about that too and everything, but it really goes into each person's story, like the way they... They film everything. You have like one person, then it cuts to another person. And then they'll even have like, they'll start an episode off with like something happening. And then they'll go through the whole episode showing you how it got to that point. Mm. So I really like the way they, they kind of like, I guess, showcase the episodes and they, like okay, each nice. episode has different like chapters, I guess. Like even in one episode, there'll be like five different chapters of five different points of view, which is really cool, I think. Yeah. So okay, that way like it's kind of like you're reading a book of different views everyone has like they're all split up they're all doing their own thing and you're following each character's story kind of like coming together it's really interesting okay cool i dig that that type of storytelling is kind of yeah. my gem yeah. especially the one where you they show you something and it's like two days earlier and then yeah yeah it's like this morning it. and then it's like boom like how do we get to this point it's like oh this happened and this person was there and it's like wow like i didn't see that coming and pretty interesting yeah nice just, all right just cut in yeah no it, like you said it's 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 very story driven like yeah there's a lot of points where they rely, like, like I said, there's not that much dialogue. They rely solely on the, the ability of people to tell the story of how they're acting. Like a lot of times, like you said, something will happen. And then, you know, how the fuck did they get here? Yeah. Two episodes later. Oh shit. Ta-da. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and, ta-da moment is, yeah, is what I want <laughs> with the sound effect as well. Ta-da. Ta-da. what about Yay. you tino uh what do you watch i was following up on one of mayhal's watches also this week i uh Damn. started sweet tooth oh yeah yeah he had talked about that i think two weeks ago um it's great honestly i'd highly put that up there and with, with one of the best shows i've watched this year you know i know that's you know, even with all the Marvel shows, I would really rank it up there with them. It's kept me super, super engaged throughout like all 10 episodes. Um, there's something, I don't know if, I think you touched on this a little bit, Mayhel, but I think you were early in your watch. I just find like with the show, even though it's like kind of like dystopian, like there's a virus again and it's like um, kind of apocalyptic. I just find like there's like this hope that keeps persisting throughout each episode. Like, it'll be grim and like there'll be terrible shit going on to some of the characters. And then like this hopeful music will just like come out of nowhere as you're following this young uh, Gus, who's this hybrid. And like, you can't help but feel hopeful even in this dystopian apocalyptic uh, 
uh, you know, like other world or whatnot, like this possibility, like, I don't know, like there's something just so like heartwarming about it, even though it's such a dark, you know, story. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that's the thing that really fucked me up about this show was like, because when I read it, it's like, I think even read an article after a while, a while back saying like, yeah, they really toned up yeah the the show compared to the comics i'm like okay so i wasn't the only one but yeah like you said like it's it's fucking dark but gus is literally like a a walking sun sun uh sun like he's just like yeah sunshine (laughs) like every everything he touches just like ah it's so hopeful you know like ah the music hopeful the you know there's a sun the sun the sunrise on the horizon hopeful everything but then after there's like this dark twist of like I, I would say everything that's not involving him is fucking dark. Yes. Yeah, like everything not involving his character is just dark, but everything his, surrounding his story is like hopeful as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so you and want I, him on you want him on screen. Oh yeah. You you do crave it after a while. Like the you know, the episode will sometimes be broken up almost into two different arcs because there's certain characters separated by different space. And um you know, you'll see kind of what Gus is going through maybe at the beginning of an episode, but then they'll leave him for the rest of an episode. So the last 20 minutes, I mean, you don't have that follow-up with that character, but when you do, like, you're left craving, like, you want to see Gus and Big Man, and you want to see their (laughs) journey, because the rest of the shit that's going on in that world is just dark as fuck. And so, like, I agree with Mihal there, because I started reading the comic, too, and, like, I'm about, like, 200 pages in, I feel like, oh, crap, like, everything that happened in like almost like the first eight episodes of the show i'm like oh that happened like in within the first like 150 pages like so i'm curious to see how the the book differs from the show um i also wanted to mention like i think there's something to be said about watching a show about like sickness and like (laughs) like pandemic or thing you know i was getting so triggered just seeing like create like pallets full of like purell um, yeah (laughs) hand sanitizer like toilet papers and stuff i was telling i don't know like damn like there is like gonna be some lasting trauma to this whole covid thing because i'm like watching it, i literally get triggered seeing like these pandemic situations and seeing kind of like the worst in humanity on the tv show and just like okay thank god we never came to that you know uh yeah. you know trust me uh from my the from the friends that i kept in contact at walmart yeah it, it, it got that low oh, shit. <laughs> yeah dude it, it they were telling me like people were legitimately fighting for toilet paper yeah. it was so sad i'm like this is not happening so i mean uh, yeah yeah i think uh it pretty it gets pretty shitty yeah but like <laughs> it's, you know, these, like these dystopian shows and stuff they're gonna hit differently now after we after living through a pandemic it's uh 100 like, uh, it's like that, uh, maybe you've seen that. It's like that picture of that dog who looks traumatized and she's 2020. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's like a faded picture of like toilet paper, Purell, and masks. <laughs> that, that was the year. That yeah. was the year. Uh, Andrew, have you heard about the, the Sweet Tooth show? Or is that something that's... I, I heard of it. I saw it on Netflix. I watched the trailer. It looked kind of, I had a, like for me, it looked kind of too, uh, like you guys are saying it's dark. But for me, I kind of got the opposite. I was like, wow, this is like very lighthearted. I'm like, maybe I'm not going to watch this. Like, oh, no, like, dude, trust, this trust looks me. It's too kind of like kitty or something. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> like if you watch this first trailer, there's like, but you guys are saying it's dark. So, and it's like apocalyptic, no, right? It is. Yeah, yeah don't. So yeah, trust that's me. like right when, up my alley. <laughs> when I watched the trailer, I was like, yo, I'm not, I'm like, I'm hyped, but I'm not because me. this looks way too like happy and cheery. Exactly. But no, yeah. it, it's it's pretty like, fucking like, dark. Yeah, I like the dark stuff. Like I want to see that. I love that when 
like it gets that point. Yeah, no, yeah, especially no, especially the end, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I'll, also, I'll check it out. How how cute was Bobby? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> he's and, my and, favorite. <laughs> right, and Bobby. I like what he has his little hat on, his little outfit. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, now I gotta watch it just for Bobby. Now you should. No, dude, Bobby is fucking adorable. <laughs> like when when you first see it, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck is this?" But then yeah. you're like, "Holy shit, this is so fucking cute." <laughs> like uh, like Rocket, right? Yeah, cuter than the rocket. Yeah, <laughs> really? Oh shit! Yep. All right. Um. And so, well, I mean, I guess we we will get our next watch from whatever you're going to talk about, Mehal, because everyone's just watching what you're watching. But, um, <laughs> Mehal, what do you watch lately? <laughs> hey, actually, you know what? Both Andrew and Tino watched what I watched, but I pulled the Tino and actually went to the theater this week. Nice. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Ooh. Went to the theater this week. I actually How watched uh, Fast Nine. Oh. oh shit yeah i was kind of ticked off because it's pretty i went to guzo which i mean whatever my mistake i should have gone to cineplex because <laughs> like cineplex when you you know when you buy tickets they pretty much block off the seats around you yeah yeah guzo they don't do such thing where they just rely on people to be smart and obviously people are fucking dumbasses yeah so i'm not even joking you we walked into the theater there was two people they were at the top we sat like four rows below them. Okay. It was me and my mom and Sam. This family of like nine people come in. They sit directly above us. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh my God. <laughs> That's annoying. That's so cuff stupid. on your head. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I'm like, oh my God. Like, and, Did you guys and move? The, no, like we didn't move because the movie started. I'm like, it's technically like if you want to like, you know, be analytical, it it is like enough space but just like it's the principle of it you know like yeah you know that you're supposed to like leave a row in between like there was and so much more room there was room yeah basically yeah like it's so stupid yeah, yeah but yeah but yeah no the movie was fun i mean it's it's a fast and furious movie yeah but i was a little bit disappointed personally i find i find that that fast and furious charm is like losing its touch a little bit wow is it the yeah, Cena effect right no, actually, John Cena was pretty cool. I, I just didn't, you know, the whole thing where like it's so stupid that what they're doing is just like it's so stupidly stupid, but it happens and you just move on with it. That's like all of them after. Yeah, exactly. Time. Like that. That's what I mean. Like you know, but this one they sort of play on that fact where they're like, you know, guys, we do some pretty impossible shit. Like, what do you think it is? I'm like, no, just no. Yeah. Just, 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 just continue. You know, hopping off cars and fucking doing. You know, summer south was cars. I don't, I don't, I don't care about this story business. Just do this shit. It was yeah. still fun. It was. Don't get me wrong. It was still a fun movie. Like stupid shit still happened. Okay, well, like, but, so I don't, obviously I don't want any spoilers. But my the main question I have is, do they address the whole for nine move for eight movies? Dom has been all about family. And oh we don't yeah, they do. Know why there's a brother? No, no, they they do address it. They do address it. Okay, it, yeah, it, that that part is addressed properly, where it actually makes sense of what the fuck happened. Okay. Okay. So like it, it's it's not it's not like I had a brother. <laughs> well, shit, I forgot about him. You know, <laughs> yeah. no, no, it, it makes sense why he uh, he conveniently forgot to uh, mention him. Okay, interesting. Yeah. But um, no, the yeah, sorry, go yeah, on. go for it. No, no, I just wanted to. Uh, what, how about the? Because um, I, I have to say I didn't see the movie, but uh, I got spoiled the post credit scene, so we can talk about that. Uh, I guess not yeah. because no, I, we don't want to spoil for people who may be listening. But but I mean, there's not much of a spoiler to be honest. Like let's be real. 
Yeah. Well, what what what's what's spoiling of it? The trailer showed Han. Yeah. Yeah. He's alive. Yeah. Somehow. So yeah. Somehow. No, yeah. That that yeah whatever. Uh, that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, the post credit scene was essentially, and you know, here spoiler spoiler, we're gonna talk you about really something. Don't yeah. About it. Um. It's that's essentially, uh, Shaw, punching some dude in the face. I won't spoil how he does it because that's just entertaining as fuck. Yeah. Uh, and then after he hears a, a knock at the door and it's Han. And if people, I, I mean, people who haven't seen it, Deckard Shaw is technically the one who killed Han. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, he's alive is like, holy shit. Then they come face to face. Yeah. But I think that's a, that's a whole other story. But that, yeah. Yeah. And did you get to watch that five-minute uh, trailer for the new Jurassic uh, thing, or no? It wasn't an IMAX. We went to regular. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Actually, um, I looked online and I looked for like an hour before we recorded to see if it had uh, um, if leaked. It had leaked. <laughs> yeah, and I found one tweet that wasn't deleted yet, and it was the shittiest quality I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so all I heard was were like dinosaur sounds and walking. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't oh know. Oh my god, I don't know dude. What it was. Yeah, that sounds like Jurassic Park, dude. Yeah, yeah, I know. They're going to walk. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, you know what? It, it doesn't matter. I'm, apparently, it's not even from the movie. It's just like a five minutes to get people hyped up, which is totally cool. But I, de- I, I don't feel like I'm missing out by not necessarily seeing it now. Um, I was just curious if you, if you had a chance to witness it in, in IMAX quality. No, we didn't. We went to regular theaters. Fine. Yeah. So yeah, Max, what did you watch this week? So I have a couple of things I want to talk about this week, boys. Um, I'm going to talk about the first one um, a little bit quickly because I really want to get into the second one. But so I watched um, Love and Monsters on Netflix. Um, It had been on my radar ever since it released because it looked like a nonsensical, fun kind of monster adventure tale about a dude who's like wants to find his girlfriend and I, i'm i'm a bit of a simp so i i, I like i like <laughs> i like when they find love whoa 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 whoa, whoa whoa guys 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 max did you, did you just say simp yeah did i know words dude <laughs> i know Holy i know shit. words max is not a boomer confirmed guys no. Holy shit. <laughs> sorry then, con- continue and then um so i watched it and i have to say like i really 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 enjoyed it I, I I had a blast watching it. I thought um, story was super simple. I didn't think they, I don't think they reinvented the wheel or anything. But um, it was very interesting. Mel and I both really liked it. I'm I'm surprised at how well the visual effects were done for mm-hmm. a Netflix movie. Not that they don't put budget in their movies, but holy shit, like those effects were like MCU worthy. Wow. And and the movies I find. Well, um, I, I, I don't know anything about it. What's what's it about? So basically, the whole concept of the movie is there was an asteroid coming to Earth, and they sh- they did what humans do best, and they shot a bunch of rockets at it, and they blew it up. <laughs> but what's inside rockets are chemical compounds, and those rained down on Earth, and they basically mutated all the insects and animals into these huge fucking monsters that ate ninety five percent of the population. <laughs> That's um, cool. So there, but and it, you learned all that in the. Um, the uh like the credits at the beginning of the movie the like, intro, the, yeah. yeah yeah the intro they basically the narrate everything. that with like little cartoons and stuff it's actually a good intro yeah um and uh so so and then there's one guy who's like the main character he's like in a bunker because that you have these little pockets of survivors who are in bunkers and who survive obviously 
it's very post-apocalyptic today so far. <laughs> yeah, uh, seriously. But, <laughs> but, and then, so he's, you can see that seven years ago, right before the rockets hit, um, he was in a relationship with this girl. They were in love. It was really cute. And then, boom, everything exploded. And they went on their separate ways. And they actually know where each other are. They talk on the radio, but they're at, from on different coasts of the United States, right? Um, so... Uh, the beginning of the story is him at some point he's like he's kind of like the awkward he's like cooking inside everyone loves him in his bunker but he doesn't really serve any purpose other than cooking and cleaning and radio sometimes so he's like fuck it everyone thinks i'm weak i'm going on an adventure i'm gonna find my girlfriend Woohoo! and then he does the bilbo bag and kind of like i'm going on an adventure not really but it kind of looks like that and then but it's his adventure his quest to find a girlfriend and yeah like there's some twists and turns and there's you know bad people and all that stuff but the um, the creatures again were really cool there's some really like hard-hitting emotional beats in the movie i'm not even talking about like him and his girlfriend yeah there were some really cool emotional beats there's like this line of robots that's everywhere and at some point he kind of like that they re- they never got to know it's like the new thing it's like they released like playstation 10 and then the world ends right after and no one really got to play it right so <laughs> but at some point he finds one of those machines somewhere and they have like a cool interaction it's just um yeah i just i really liked it i hope they make a sequel it may apparently it did really well for itself i don't know if anyone else watched it by the way i've seen it yeah you've seen it i watched it uh, like maybe a month ago or something yeah, it was really good i really enjoyed it same okay, whenever good. you said all good things about it effects were awesome the monsters looked cool yeah story was good like everything the acting everything was good Hey, yeah, you I, guys, you guys got me sold at big monsters. Honestly, it's it's <laughs> worth it just for the that, but it's pretty awesome. The monsters are cool, and I, yeah. I think I read somewhere. Don't quote me on this because I only glimpsed at it, but I think it was actually nominated at the Oscars for special effects. Wow. Um, which I think um, so. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I, think I saw I, the name there. I saw it, I'm like, oh, no wonder, no wonder. Like I thought the effects were really good, and also, by the way, I just tried to say, but Michael Rooker is in it, and that. Yeah. That sells me on movies usually right away. So. Dude, Michael Rooker's and everything. He was also He's in awesome. Fast and Furious. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, he was. I was like, Man. wait. Yeah, like, Are you fucking kidding me? He's everywhere no. now. Yeah, he's everywhere. Dude, I met him at Comic-Con. He was so chill. Yeah, he's, yeah, he looks he's, really he's chill. so nice. He's so nice. He is. Because everyone wants a piece of Mary Poppins, you know? <laughs> and uh, so after watching that, I felt, okay, I, was, I remember finishing the movie. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to talk about this on the What I Watch segment. This is so good. <laughs> But then I started watching uh, the TV show Lupin. I don't oh, know if you guys heard about it. I want to watch that. It's on my Dude, list. So first of all, maybe there's one person in the world who's listening to this who doesn't know. I'm actually uh, French-Canadian. So that I never watch shit in French because I'm, I'm very much like original language is my deal, right? If, and, and I usually watch um, stuff that's made in English. But that show was made in France. And it, it tackles a series of books that I've read when I was a teenager that not a lot of my friends know about because I mostly hang out with people who read in English and uh, the Lupin books were, were translated, I think, but not a lot of people know about him, but like, he's basically the opposite of Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes is wildly popular as the world's best uh, detective where, while Arsène Lupin is the world's best gentleman burglar, right? He's, he also like, he's has got that weird Batman code where he doesn't kill, but he steals a lot of shit. And it's awesome. And it's very like, it's very sophisticated and very uh, suave a, a little bit, you know? Um, but I like the fact that in that show, they didn't do like, oh, let's do a retelling of Arsène Lupin. No, no, no. It's, it's a very original story with completely new characters. And they just mention those books a lot because that's the, the guy, the main character of the show was inspired as a kid reading all the Arsène Lupin's books, right? And um, that show blew my mind. 
like I watched all 10 episodes in one sitting and a half. I couldn't oh. stop. Um, it's, 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 it's chock full of intrigue of great character interact interactions. Um, you know, it's like, um, what was it called? The uh, oceans 12, you know, how they plan these elaborate heists. You've got that almost every episode, but like, in, in like not so elaborate. So it's not, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, the characters are really good. And there's a really deep story of like betrayal of, you know, parents being murdered and you know like revenge and so it's, it's like deep stuff in there but it's also very well done and um I, I even though it's french you can watch it dubbed in english and i've actually rewatched the first half of the first episode in english to see if it was fucking terrible and it's not half bad like i could watch it in english no problem it's still very much into it, enjoy the story um so to anyone here you know who wants to watch it in english by all means go for it it's really solid or you can always watch it in french subtitled but if you enjoy like a good mystery uh police uh investigation kind of stuff but with also like some really cool plot twists in there i would definitely go for it and the fact that it's only 10 episodes it's not like a three months e commitment easy binge yes yeah although yeah, you know it's one hour episode so <laughs> i i i didn't sleep all that much a few days ago when i when i watched it but um it was uh it was something else i definitely recommend it for anyone who's a fan and anyone who's read those books they you just have to watch that shit it's it's really good for any fans of the books but even if you're not you'll you'll enjoy it it's funny because i didn't even know they were based off books when i saw the uh netflix thing i, was, I thought it was it was a live action version of like the animes because they did do japan did do a bunch of lupin anime yeah, detective movies. yeah <laughs> They did. And you know what's cool is that one of the um, a fun tidbit about Lupin and before we move on is that one of the most famous books that Maurice Leblanc wrote, it's actually called Arsène Lupin versus Herlock Sholmes. Oh my God. <laughs> and he, he just circumvented the whole thing by switching the first two letters of the two names. And it, it, it worked. It's actually published <laughs> and it's legit Sherlock Holmes versus Arsène Lupin in a I whole book. It. And that shit is awesome. Um, as someone who read both Arsene Lupin and Sherlock Holmes, watching them duke it out in a, in a, in a book was great. Um, and they're both very gentlemanly. So it's not like it's not like in Sherlock Holmes when he's duking it out with Moriarty, who's like a psychopath, right? So there's a, there's a there's a certain cachet to it all that I, I thought nice. was really cool. But yeah, I think and season three is coming, and I'm very excited. Oh, right. I, I don't have that many shows that I'm anticipating that much, but that one is is at the top with Cobra Kai season four, obviously. Oh yeah. Um, so that's that for what we've been watching. That's a hefty chunk. Do we want to get into the news with our local newsman, Mr. Mayhal? Uh, Max, you have the first one, so go ahead. Yeah, so uh, I wanted to talk really quickly about this because I'm a huge... Um, I like Transformers, but I love Beast Wars. Oh, I yes. love... Or, or on white TV, I think it was Beasties. But really, for me, it's always going to be Beast Wars. I have Beast Wars on in DVD. On DVD, I have even their their follow up Machine Wars or Beast Machine, I think, on DVD as well. I love that show. It's so good. By far the best Transformers, in my opinion. And now we are. I just saw an article about Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Um, it's been. I think it's been announced a while back. But the fact that now they're starting to talk about casting is really interesting. Um, I was surprised that they didn't bring back Peter Cullen, um, who seems like he's usually a staple, but I'm also equally excited to have Ron Perlman as the voice as Optimus Prime. I think it's going to be uh, 
very cool. Um, I, I, you know, I love Ron Perlman and pretty much all he does. I think he did the, the good Hellboy movies. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I, yeah, I just wanted to give a big shout out to Transformers Rise of the Beast. I haven't been this excited about a Transformers anything since maybe the first movie with Mr. LaBeouf, um, which, you know, was fine. But the uh, this one, if they bring back the Predacon, uh, the Predacons and, you know, um, the Maximals and all that good stuff. I, I just want to see a rat trap. Um, you guys ever watched uh, Beast Wars? Honestly, I... I... Oh, sorry, Andrew, go on. Oh, I was just saying, yeah, I'm a huge Beast Wars fan. I grew up with that. So my, nice. me and my friends, uh, yeah. So we used to watch that. We used to, we used to play Beast Wars in elementary. Like, I don't know how, but we did. We used to like pretend to be the characters. It was dumb, but, uh, <laughs> and we all, we all collected the toys back then. Like, yeah. we were like crazy about it. So for me, it's, uh, it's a big thing. And I don't know if you guys know, there's the, uh, the animated uh, Netflix Transformers series. So they have three parts to it. There's this, the first two parts are out, and the third part is coming out actually in July. It's going to have uh, Beast Wars, basically, like it's going to go to the Beast Wars uh, section. Oh, wow. Really? So yeah. Like a, so it's like a lead up to the movie, or I don't know if it. I, I think it's its own thing, but this okay. basically it's it's the company uh, Rooster Teeth who did the show Ruby. It's an animated oh, series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone's watched that, which I've watched, it's pretty good. Um, but they're basically doing the animation for this show. It's and there's three different series of Transformers. So it's like starts on when they're on like Cybertron and they're at war. And then the second one, I haven't actually watched yet, but um, I think they go to Earth. Um, so I have to watch it. And then the third one is about Beast Wars. Nice. If you've watched Beast Wars, the show, you would know what happens yes. where they basically find the old Transformers and everything. And yep. yeah, so yeah, yeah that was awesome. Yeah, that was like the craziest moment. Uh, sorry, I was just nerding out about that. So yeah. <laughs> no, it's me, dude, this whole show is about us yeah. nerding out about no, a bunch I, of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and so who's your favorite one in the old shows it would probably be a uh, dinobot of course i was gonna say who can he's, say i mean yeah he's like the anti-hero right he is yeah he's, he's good like, he's bad, he's bad but, then he's good uh, and he like sacrifices himself and it's just so like dramatic yeah. and like he's so awesome yeah you like they're all awesome in their own ways but uh, you gotta go with i think dinobot he's got such a a unique arc yeah. right so yeah no i i totally agree i love it um, Mayhal, you're about to say something. Have you watched the Beast Wars at all? Or? No, uh, I mean, I remember a little bit watching on YTV. Like, I remember the animation and everything. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, I love Transformers regardless. I mean, uh, I played that stupid old Wii Transformers game, which was so, I mean, so stupid, but so much fun. Um, actually, Max, I just checked it out because I, I, I sort of didn't believe you for a second. Uh, Peter Cullen is still doing the voice of Optimus Prime. Really? Ron Ron Perlman's playing uh, Optimus Primal. Oh, Primal, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I was like, Optimus is. Yeah, okay, good. That makes more second. sense because yeah, I, I was like, I was, <laughs> I was sad. <laughs> I was like, no, there's, there's, if, if they didn't bring back Peter Cullen, there's no way I'm watching this movie. <laughs> right. That's why I was sad, but after, I'm also like, okay, well, Ron Perlman's been really cool. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a shot. I like him a lot as an actor, but. Um, okay, I feel better now. This this feels righteous. <laughs> but I mean, this is also apparently I just, I'm I'm on the page and for now just because I want to see. But, uh, but this is a direct sequel to Bumblebee. Did you guys any of you watch that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, actually, I have. Yeah, yeah. I uh, watched it, yeah. Uh, a few months ago. It was really well done, actually. And yeah. I actually liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they said yeah. it was a soft. They said it was a soft reboot, actually. Okay, nice. Yeah, compared to the last two, we'll call them quote unquote mainstream Transformer <laughs> movies. Um, it was a lot better. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. 
All right. That the next, next point of news. Next point of news. Uh, actually, Max, continue on with yours if you yeah. want to. Uh... Yeah, absolutely. I've. Uh, I just. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the um, tomorrow. We get a. We got a big new. Uh, a big new movie coming out on Amazon Prime called The Tomorrow War, which is the new Chris Pratt movie. Oh. And um, I've been keeping my eye on it just because the trailer seemed interesting. Anything that has to do with time travel, I'm usually, you know, interested in mildly at first, just because I love. You know, Back to the Future is literally in my veins at all times. So I anything time travel, I'll, I'll keep an eye on. But I just, I thought literally half an hour before we record, start recording, I saw that, not that IGN is like a sure thing in terms of reviews and all, but I think it's interesting that they gave it a three, which yeah. is, you know, they call it awful. Um, usually a bad movie, they'll give it like a five or a six, but a three, <laughs> that's quite rare. Um, yes, and the fact that it's I a, saw that too. The, the fact that it's a Chris Pratt movie surprises me because I feel like he's one of those actors who maybe get a bit of a, um, a sympathy score sometimes. Like the movie was bad, but Chris Pratt is is you know is hot and he he's funny and he delivers good lines. So we'll bump it up a point or two. Whereas this, it seems like maybe this is also so maybe the movie's a one and you know he bumped it up to a three. But I don't know. I just I I probably I don't know. I don't like to have my um my taste dictated by, by movie reviews. Right. So like, even if I say on this show, the movie, a movie is bad. I still encourage people to go watch it and make an opinion of their own. Um, so I, maybe I'll still watch it because it's time travel and because it's Chris Pratt and yada, yada, but I'm very surprised that it's doing so poorly. And I've checked out the reviews and I haven't seen one that's like glowing so far. Really? Um, so. Listen, listen, oh, just a quick offhand. Tell me, I'm telling you right now. Okay. The movie looks good, but I can't think of it as not being fucking stupid because the whole premise is let's go back in time to the present to recruit soldiers to bring back to the future. My first thought is why can't you just go back to the point where the aliens fucking came to the planet first <laughs> and just drop a nuke on them as yeah. all Americans do. Yeah. So that's why that's why I have uh, this movie. I'm like, this seems like a really stupid concept. Uh, I think that's why time travel time travel is a very tricky subject to make movies about. If even if you watch Endgame, which I think we can all agree we love religiously, um, they have to like explain why their time travel is good in the the movie. Like they have to like reference Back to the Future and like. But even you know, Endgame wasn't perfect, eh? There oh, was it definitely wasn't. There was a huge flaw that somebody pointed out that I only re, uh, recently found out. Like if they have the ability to go back in time and they're limited by the pin particle, why don't you just go back to the point where he created more pin particles. So they have an unlimited supply. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, Holy shit. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. There's always ways. There's always ways to fuck around with, with time travel. That's why it's not reliable, but it's still pretty awesome. You know? Yeah. yeah it was still good. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I thought, I thought it was interesting to point out that it's not doing well and uh, you know, not that it's a, no, All right. So, fair, who's gonna take one for the team and watch the movie and review it for next week? <laughs> well, I was hey. planning to watch it anyway. Well, there was, you go. It's on my list. So, I mean, uh yeah, I saw the same thing on IGN, but like, I don't trust IGN, so yeah. I mean, don't don't let oh, no. it bother yeah, me no. at all. Yeah. Especially with games and stuff. But I've I've learned also movies and shows. I take it very with a grain of salt. Absolutely. I'm like, okay, if IGN rated a three, it's probably like an eight or something. You know, <laughs> they'll usually rate it like, oh, this thing's a five. And it's like a 10, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like some movies they'll give it like a nine, but the movie was really bad or like it's the, like, it's the IGN like, meme. Yeah, that's like my own thing. Like like Last Jedi, there was very mixed reviews on it. Yeah. 
Some people loved it. Some people hated it. They gave it like a 9.5. I thought it was much less. Not terrible, <laughs> but, you know, that's my opinion. So it was the only good movie of the new trilogy. Let's just say that. Uh, very true. Yeah. And, um, and Mayha, I'll go with the last one. I'm also excited to get into that one. Yes. So this came out of fucking nowhere where we were talking about Shang-Chi last week. Uh, they somehow just managed to sneak in the fucking Halloween kills trailer. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? How, where the fuck did this <laughs> pop out from? Yeah. It looks fucking insane. Yes. Dude, he's racking up a kill count finally. Yes. I That, that trailer excited me more than Shang-Chi's trailer. And I'm way more of an MCU fan than a horror movie fan. Although I have to say, I love Halloween and you know, Michael you, Myers. But... You know what? I'm going to have to agree with you. Like, yeah. as much as I like Shang-Chi, the Halloween Kills trailer was so well done for me. Yes. It was the fact that the music was so well done. Like, the violin yes. playing the theme song, it was so cool. Yeah. Did, any, did any of you guys watch the trailer? I actually haven't seen the uh, the new one, the first one with Jamie Lee Curtis there, the reboot that they did. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. It's on my list, on my list, and it's... Uh, I it's guess I have good. to watch it then. It's, yeah, it's, it's actually... I mean, as people say, it finally got the reboot it deserved for a while. Yeah, exactly. The sequel to like the original, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Skips yeah. all the crap in between. And so maybe don't watch the trailer until you've watched the movie. Yeah. Because the trailer starts it, yeah. with how the first movie ends. <laughs> yeah. So, no, no. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But uh, no. yeah, no, I think it, it's really uh, the whole tone of the trailer is awesome. Like you said, Mihal, he's wrecking up a body count. And I'm sure we don't even see half of it in the trailer. Um, and I also like the fact that. You know, like, sometimes it's fun to uh, unpack these movies and be like, this one point is so wrong. Like, you just did with a pin particle, right? So, Michael Myers, you could have always said, like, how the fuck did no one ever think to, like, get, like, the 40th, like, 40 jacked up dudes from the, from, from the yeah. street and just go and fuck him <laughs> up. And then at some point in the trailer, you're like, you know what, let's let's get him. And then you see a bunch, like, you see a mob that's, like, ready to go and get him, you know? So, yeah, that, that, I don't know that, how that's going to turn out, but... <laughs> I found that really funny too because even in the trailer she says he's just flesh and blood and then after the like you know in that Spongebob where they're fucking grabbing like torches and, and rakes that's yeah. literally a, that's literally a scene in the movie where like yo why the fuck did nobody think of this like, just get like 50 people you can't kill everybody no you just gang him up dudes maybe 10 will die because he's a monster but you know at least yeah. you kill him up for good chop him I'm, up but no I'm curious to see what uh, how they're gonna how he's gonna get or circumvent that yeah, yeah, me too. And uh, I think it's already confirmed that it's going to be a trilogy, right? Yeah, how, yeah. there's going to be a third one after this. So he's not dying in this one. <laughs> no, we know that. I mean, he, he's, it's probably going to look like he he does, maybe. Um, I just hope, my only hope before we see it, I so at this point is really just conjecture. Like, no one knows, but I hope um, Jamie Lee Curtis survives because I, like I would like her to be there in the quote-unquote final movie. If they really want to make the third movie of the trilogy, like, Endgame worthy <laughs> in the Halloween world, um, then you know you gotta have Iron Man facing up with Thanos. You gotta have Jamie Lee Curtis facing up with you know with uh, with uh, Michael Myers. So we'll see. But um, yeah, that trailer was absolute fire. But you know what? Actually, I think it comes out, yeah it comes out in October, right? Yes. Yeah, we, we should have like a Halloween watch session before that. Yeah, dude, I'm down. I think it comes out like I'd like not even a week after my birthday, so we can we'll 100 let's do that. We'll we'll watch the new reboot and then go to watch the new one. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> a cool celebration. I'm down. All right, boys, it's about that time. Let's get into our Loki review. Um, this week was episode four, um, and so as I said before, it's the uh, we we're starting the second half of season one, 
And I think this week we got into some uh, some dark stuff, some deep shit stuff. Um, obviously, as a forewarning to anyone listening to this, this is definitely a spoiler cast. So we're going to dive deep and talk about all things that we saw on the show. Um, I kind of want to use, it's been a couple of weeks since I've done it. I'm going to use the the power of host and I kind of want to start off. Um, I just <laughs> yeah. want because I just watched it maybe two hours ago. And um, I was I was prepared to not like, I don't know. <laughs> Did one of you tell me they didn't like the episode last I, week? No, this week. Oh no, I didn't. Okay, so I, I maybe I, I think I read it somewhere online. Someone was like, "Oh, this week's episode was weak." Uh, if there, if it wasn't for the after credit scene, it would have been weak. And so I was ready to like not like it. Maybe uh, not that the internet is of any you know value usually for that kind of stuff, but you know it gets in your head. But I gotta say, I um, I thought it was maybe the most emotional episode out of the four so far. Um, I mean. I'm gonna, the, sorry, sorry to cut in but no, I no go the, for it the fact that what's it called them holding hands fucking created a nexus event should tell you this is a very special episode yes <laughs> uh that started it off really really emotional for me i even i said last week i like their chemistry i don't i have no fucks given about the fact that they're basically the same person um i think they're cute as hell and in their own twisted mischievous way and um so i i you know i dig their energy but um, I really I like when I like when we know stuff that the characters don't, and then we're basically left to be like, okay, well, fucking tell him already, you know. I wanted Loki to tell Mobius. You guys are all variants because um, we learned it late in last week's episode, and I didn't want to have that burden in me for three weeks. So I'm glad that they got it. You know, they got that out of the way. That Sif uh, bit was hilarious. um and uh but i'm just gonna jump in and say man that the mobius dying scene although let's pause and say like i i think he's dead because but also do people everyone that gets pruned uh is ends up at that weird fucked up planet that we we found out you know like Uh, now we're not sure maybe it doesn't actually kill them maybe it just brings them all to a place where all the other variants go or something i don't know yeah Uh, like if if that's uh, the case uh then what what you have to say mihal let me know no, it's just that there was a mid-season that there was a trailer and you saw him alive. So oh, you did? Care. Okay, okay. Yeah. So he was, he was driving a car, not a jet ski. No way. <laughs> but I mean, so you know what? Like that's that satisfies me. I didn't want that to be it for Owen Whistle's character. You know what yeah, I mean? Like he yeah. was so good, and I was I, don't, though. Don't get me wrong. That scene was powerful. Where I I fucking hate her. By the way, like her, like that that the new bad character. I thought Ravonna. she was like. Yeah, like, but actually, sorry, sorry, I keep on cutting. And keep no, go bring points. Uh, yeah. no, but uh, I read somewhere that people think that she did it on purpose because like to save him or something. Yeah, maybe if that's the case, then maybe I won't hate her. But right now, with the information that I have, <laughs> I am not happy. And yeah. she, she's she pruned Loki. And I'm pretty sure he was about to say, maybe not I love you, but I like you at least. Like there was there was going to be an emotionally charged moment and it was going to be beautiful with yeah. that robot lizard's head severed in her hands <laughs> and they she just fucked it up. So um, let me just say that I have no clue how this is going to affect the rest of the show. I thought I knew where this show was heading. I don't anymore. Um, who was controlling these three weird lizards? Um, I really dug the one with the mustache, by the way. <laughs> um like the one of the three who had a big mustache i thought he was really cool um i would have liked him to have a, a bigger arc but the other two I, I don't give a shit about um so yeah i guys you take it out like this is those are my fresh 
out of the blue impressions. I'm sure we'll deep dive, we'll uh, deep um, we'll dive deeper. But uh, Mayhal, how about you? You take it from here. Tell me what you think. No, let Andrew go next. He's the he's a guest of honor. Uh, yeah. Well, what I really liked. Uh, I like that they showed uh, Sylvie's past. So it's like kind of confirmed now that for the people who weren't sure that she's like. I guess Lady Loki, you see her as a kid, you know, the black hair playing in Asgard, or whatever, and they just come and kidnap her and uh, she escapes and she's on the run since then, basically uh, going to different apocalypses and just, just surviving. So that was, uh, I like that. That was interesting. A little flashback. Um, I liked the, the reveal about the timekeepers. I, 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 uh, I thought something was up. I was like, okay, something, something's off about them, you know, like, they're going to be, uh, it's not going to really be them. It's going to be like an illusion or something or, but then, you know, we find out it's, they're like robots and being controlled. So it was a Ralph Boner moment. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you kind of called it. I think you were like, we're going to have one of those happen at some point. I someone called last week, I think. Well, dude, I'm telling you, as soon as you opened the doors in the first two seconds and you saw them, like, this is a hundred percent fake. There's no way they're yeah. real. Yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. no way. I don't know. I, I I think what's it called? Like obviously there's something bigger that's controlling them. So there's still it's, obviously some sort of like I don't know, timekeeper or some sort of like god or something that's in control of this timeline to some degree. I don't know. I mean like the when the when one of them gets his head chopped off, right? Like the body still laugh, which was creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was that was hilarious. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> But I agree, Max. Like for me, I think um, it was the emotional beats this episode that really drove it home for me. Made it, I think, my favorite episode of the show so far. Um, I loved that we got back uh, Loki and Owen Wilson's character Mobius together. Like I just like the chemistry between them. I love all the talk of like their friendship and, you know, Mobius feeling kind of betrayed by uh, Loki. Yeah. Calling him like you're just a bad you're not mischievous at all like you're just a bad friend like yeah <laughs> you know like he, he felt like he was actually betrayed i love the sith part i thought that was an awesome way to torture him <laughs> yeah um but i felt the same way like i, I you know i kind of had an, a feeling that a, the Verovona character was going to end up being like evil or whatnot um i didn't expect mobius to die if he is dead you know that came kind of like out of nowhere I the whole time I was really really angry at the end of the episode because the whole time where like we finally you get this awesome action sequence between like Loki Sylvie fighting off all the different TVA members um and then like I like you like you I just want him to just like spurt it out already yeah. and I told Ellen I was like she's gonna fucking get up behind him watch like <laughs> they're definitely gonna do this and then it happens I was so mad until Mayhel told me he's like watch the post credit scene yeah that, like that made me feel better afterwards but yeah, I, I don't know it made me feel better and immediately made me feel like a big what the fuck is happening who's that crocodile why is <laughs> yeah. santa claus there like what, what's <laughs> so we'll get uh, I, let's keep the end of the end credit scene for the second half of our review because i think okay. that's a whole thing on it to itself um but the the I, let me ask you guys this i just realized this while tino you're because you were talking about them fighting out the tv member is 15 dead or did she kind of just fade into the background after starting to fight those guards? I think she faded. Yeah, so she's not dead. Okay, okay. Or no. she's not she's not pruned is what I said. She got like knocked out or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a great arc this episode, I found. Like the actor yeah. did an amazing, amazing job. Like you could tell that like her like she was struggling with those memories that she had that she, you know, she 
it was like almost like a deja vu when you feel like you've been somewhere before and like it's it's troubling you to keep reliving it over and over again so i thought she did excellent an excellent job yeah her scene with sylvie was uh one of the strong emotional beats of that episode and it's yeah. not even with the character we've you know spend that much time with and still it was like oh shit like imagine imagine if she got to hold mobius's hand for a second you know yeah. what i mean i would have liked that maybe well, maybe to come that and i found for me was also that scene when mobius comes running in um loki's expecting sif and it's mobius that comes in he's like all right do you like her and he's like uh, i don't know <laughs> like come on get it together he's like and then he says like uh you were right all along you know like yeah <laughs> And he tells him, like, you could do anything you want. You could be anything you want to be. If Even case, good. Told you. <laughs> yeah, like, I like, uh, that's kind of kind of phrase that someone says to someone before they die. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, I was like, oh, man, he's, he's, like, this is like the, um, the goosebump walk away, as Nick would call it in a new girl. Like, it's just, you say a phrase that's like, oh, my God, I could be good. Like, this phrase could change <laughs> Loki and then bzz, he's gone. <laughs> of course. And you saw it in Loki's eyes. Like, he just saw, he just felt so gutted. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, I felt that one. Oof. Yeah, that's but again, I... it's the Marvel, you know, they're dead. Yeah, meme. Like I'm like, he went too quickly. I doubt he's actually dead. And I, you know, trying to be right, but it was still, it was still a good scene. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Like, well, once he like came in rescue, and I was like, okay, something's gonna happen, and then it led to that big fight scene at the end, which was uh, pretty entertaining. And yeah, may help. What are, yes. what are your main thoughts about this episode? I like this episode a lot. Like the, like you guys said, it's very, it was a very emotionally driven episode, which is kind of weird because last week's was kind of emotional too, sort of. But yeah. this week was also, but it played out better than last week's. Uh, and that whole Loki X Loki thing is kind of weird, but I mean, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. It If anything, it just showcases Loki loving himself in a weird different way <laughs> that's kind of what mobius tells him at some point He's like talk about narcissistic yeah it's <sighs> like it's like a very loki thing but like it, it plays off well like and the thing is that marvel even confirmed it's like because you know a lot of it's always been speculation like oh is he actually falling in love with himself uh but marvel yeah. actually uh released like an article like hours after the episode aired saying like yeah no uh this is actually loki loving loki <laughs> we brought we brought it into the writer's room and we're like this is kind of weird and she's like nah kate heron was like no nah, no nah, we'll do this i was a little bit hesitant but now nah, we'll do this yeah so it, it's canon loki loves loki nice i kind of love it <laughs> yeah they revealed he's like buyer he's like general gender neutral something like that like yeah yeah no gender just, fluid, yeah yeah gender, he doesn't care no i mean because no. he's in the comics he's like he's been a woman he's been animals like you know so it's like any yeah. form he takes so well, no, there was also that thing that people are saying, like, people are upset that Loki turns into a girl, but in the re- real North North mythology, uh, Loki turns into a horse and, like, I think either fucks another horse or gets fucked by another horse and gives birth to it. Yeah, I'm like, people, I'm like, I'm like, all right, then this is a, this is a direction. They could have went in that direction. Matt, <laughs> uh, if, if you do that, you got to bring in Judd Apatow to write that episode. And you, you got a winner. <laughs> No, um, uh, but then last, like, not lastly, but on the other note, the timekeepers, I mean, kind of, like you said, kind of like, it was kind of evident that they're not going to actually be there or, you know, there's going to be some behind the curtain reveal. Mm-hmm. I 
personally think that the real timekeeper has been there since episode one. Okay. Is that why you wrote? Is that is that why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's. I think <laughs> no. it's Miss Minutes. Think about it. Miss Minutes is an enigma. She lives in television. She lives in the computer, but can project herself outside, dude. She's the real time person, guaranteed. If they make that little clock. <laughs> <laughs> the evil person of this the entire season i'm gonna lose my shit in such a good way <laughs> imagine you get that classic scene where like they're walking up and you see a chair turned around and like it, 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 it spins around and like you're looking at the head like wait where the fuck and then you look down just the body you're like oh shit it's miss minutes fuck yeah <laughs> but so, i mean you've discovered my plot here hey i like the little voice i meant it would it'd be really funny yeah, um, as, as stupid as it sounds, so it, it makes a little bit of sense. Oh yeah, I I don't discredit it at all. I could see that happening, and just but because, like you said, it's kind of like a uh, a Skynet situation where she basically <laughs> controls maybe everything from the inside, you know. So it's just it's it's adorable that it's a cartoon clock, you know that that would. But that can uh, just be her another form. It could be actually like another yeah. another different form that That's you know. True. Hopefully we'll see. Find I mean, out more next episode. Yeah, we'll see if Miss Minute shows up in a in a bad way. Um, <laughs> but now I feel like we need to talk about the other elephant in the room. Let's talk about that end credit scene. Like after credit scene, everyone's talking about it online. It's hard to. I'm so glad that we're watching it um, religiously every week because it would be impossible to avoid online. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to start off by saying I don't know enough about the comics to know what the fuck was it that I saw. It seemed like I saw three or maybe even four versions of Loki. Yep, um, four, four, four confirmed. Yep. Okay, so I, I'm glad I'm not that crazy. But so the Croc threw me off. But the Croc <laughs> had a hat, so uh, so I was like, okay, well, if he has a hat, I actually had to pause it. And Mel and I were looking, and I'm like, but the big guy on the left has a hammer. Is that like a different Thor? Because she's like, no, look at the hammer, like the design. It looks like a Loki accessory, right? So yeah. um, I'm like, oh, my God, that's so weird. The old guy also was, uh, but he had the full costume. So that one was easy to pick. But So someone explain to me what the fuck is happening. So, so there you yeah, go. Actually, not, actually, ah, I'm, I'm, I was I'm just going to say, I know I did a little bit of research, too, and I know a little bit like what they're, what they're called and from the comics, but I don't know exactly all the... We'll, we'll piece it together. Tell me, tell me what you know. Well, I know the old guy is uh, it's a classic Loki, so he has the old like comic accurate uh, Loki outfit. The uh, the big dude with the hammer that's boastful Loki, so he's like a lo- a, a Loki that's like Thor basically. Like if okay. like what if Loki became Thor? I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, then there's Kid Loki, uh, and then there's the alligator Loki. Which, which I have which no idea, name? no idea. Okay. Mihal knows the name. So the name is either Croaky, Aliloki. I think they confirmed it's an alligator, not a crocodile. That's why. Damn it! So Aliloki. Yeah, I saw an article or, about that. Or Loki Gator. That's like a new thing. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> Croaky, Croaky no... would have been the cutest one. Yeah. Croaky. Yeah. yeah. There's no comic book uh, no. association. Nothing about either. the alligator. Yeah. Like yeah. you got turned to a frog for like whatever once, but. Yeah, so days. you mean to tell me that they actually decided as a creative decision to add an alligator Loki? Pretty much, yeah. So well, dude, they're like, we're it. not gonna have him turn into a horse and fuck another horse, but let's let's make a a, cro- a croaky, you know? It's a well, fine I mean, choice. That's one of the things that me and Tino brought up a lot, though. Like, how many different versions of Loki are we gonna see in the show? Like, mm-hmm. there's still what two or three that from at least from the comic books I know haven't been shown up. Like, they're still they're still equal. 
yeah which hasn't shown up so like i think we're gonna see a lot more different versions of loki in that time pocket prune universe i don't know what the fuck where the fuck they are yeah well, in the so. beginning, uh, remember when they were showing all the other Lokis and they were saying like pr- they were all pruned, basically. So maybe those yeah. ones will show up, like the uh, the Hulk Loki and the uh, those like Tour de France Loki and those yeah. like, all these weird ones. <laughs> so weird. Well, the space that'd be, that'd be show, cool. The space that they show up in too, it's like an apocalyptic New York. No. Yeah, like, I don't know if it's Dark Tower, New York, but no, but they, they actually use that. I think they use the same music and the same sort of same pose. If you look, if you, if you watch it carefully. Like you know when Loki at the end of Avengers One, Loki gets up yeah. in Avengers standing. It's almost the same. Uh... Dude, I know it gave me the exact same vibe. It's like I yeah. like, when he says like, "Oh, I'll have that drink now." Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It yeah, gave me the exact same vibe, and then they you kind of see them kind of like watching him intently with the croc. Oh shoot! Um, so um, humor of the croc aside, one of you explain to me what are your predictions as to what this means? How are we? Because we only have two episodes left, right? So like maybe Tino. The, tell me like what what do you see where do you see this going for yeah. the episode in two episodes time not 22 well, there's for me i I'm, I'm totally lost like i, I was trying to explain <laughs> to my mom like where we could kind of piece together some sort of storyline um there are some things that we've seen already from early trailers that still haven't made it like most namely is the vote loki yeah um, thing so i mean does he like try to take over this other pocket universe that he's in. Like, where is he? Where is he running for president or whatever? In, <laughs> you know. So, or is that another yet another ver- variant of Loki's? You know. So, I don't know. I'm like, are are there? Is he just in like a pocket dimension where let's say there's all these variants running around and stuff? And like, are they gonna raise let's say like a rebellion or fight back against the TVA from this different timeline or wherever they are? I don't know. I, I'm really, really interested to see. I think that's what it's going to end up. I think it's going to be a Loki uprising. Loki, to be war. honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly think that they're somehow going to get a temp pad or something. And like, think about it. Mobius is down there too now, right? Right. So he's yeah. been with the TVA for a while. So I'm sure he knows how to get back or unpruned. There's some weird thing. So I'm sure that they're going to get all the Lokis together and bombard the the TVA. Yeah. So you're so you guys are under the assumption that it's basically they're in one area where everyone that got pruned goes, or do you? I was under the assumption, or maybe I was just thinking it was just this. I don't know. Maybe only Loki's or something, or maybe I'm wrong. Like only Loki world kind of thing. All the Loki's go there, and all the Mobiuses will go in one world. Or I guess that would, might not make sense either. No, that makes more sense because if you think about <laughs> it, like imagine all the people they prune be on exactly. one place. That's <laughs> that's uh... why I figured they would have it kind of all the variants would go to each their own kind of variant whatever the variant the variant apocalypse so wait does that mean that maybe there's a mobius pocket in which there's another version of mobius played by vince vaughn (laughs) oh actually somebody would be so cool somebody said uh if like i said imagine in that pocket dimension we just see all the different versions of owen wilson throughout the years yeah. <laughs> when it crashed from obvious yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you hear wow wow no they, she she confirmed that he's not going to say wow no That's true. Uh, yeah but fine but one thing i will say is that like because there's only two episodes left and given what we've seen so far with the mcu shows i always think that the most happens in episode five so i think that you know we're gearing up for the most shit to go down will be next episode yeah 
episode six, it's usually like with even with Falcon Winter Soldier, it's usually like maybe like first 15, maybe 20 minutes. There's actually like the final action fight yeah, that takes like place. story and then it's like a big climax or whatever you know yeah and then the last 20 minutes or 15 minutes are usually like full-on like okay like setting up future projects or where this is going to go from here type thing so for yeah. me like the big crux of the story i think is gonna we're gonna get a a, a good idea of how it's gonna end by next episode for sure yeah and i even, think uh even he said or mayhal you said last week where uh tom hilson someone said that he said that episodes four and five were his favorites yeah. yeah, yeah, four and five are his most favorites. Yeah. So after seeing four, I can understand why he liked this one. It was like a, a great one to act in this one, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's what Tino says tracks. I mean, even the last episode of uh, Falcon, like, I think the good half an hour was just like quiet, you know, uh, not quiet, but like peaceful stuff, just wrapping yeah. up the story. So I Res- think resolution. Yeah. So episode five is probably going to be like shit goes down. It's going to yeah. end on like a small, it's going to end on a cliffhanger gets resolved in the first 10 minutes and then ta-da. Yeah. There's also Sylvie, right? Sylvie, that's now with um, what's her name? Ramona? Ravona? Yeah, Ravona. Ravona, yeah. So they're like, she's like, tell me everything and that's how they end. So maybe at some point Sylvie goes into that pocket and she's end up, she, she saves all the Lokis, you know, who knows? But To, to reclaim her one true love. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know the- how that's going to end, but... Um... That was another thing that was really interesting and caught my attention with her character specifically is that she asked like, what was my nexus event you know she was just a child playing with like toys yeah why would they show up and like there she is we got our variant let's take her like that's why like i'm curious to see like what did she possibly cause that would be have her like flagged as a variant yeah that one that's one of the that's one big piece of the puzzle i think yeah i read uh sorry no no go for it go for it i was gonna say i read an interesting uh, theory online that uh the person behind all the Lokis being captured is another Loki that's threatened by all other Lokis. Like he doesn't want him to, I guess like usurp him or I don't know he's controlling the TVA or something. It's like, you know, how Loki schemes and everything. And he's basically sending them to go capture all the other Lokis. So he doesn't have any competition. That's why, I mean, it's crazy theory, but who knows, right? Like with this show, like anything can happen. So time travel and, at this point, yeah, exactly. Any, right. Anything it is seems like a Loki. Th- oh, it seems like a thing Loki would do too, right? Definitely. Like he's the team so, up between uh, Loki and Miss Minutes. <laughs> They're teaming up, taking so, down the universe. So Loki is the true villain behind this whole thing. Imagine, <laughs> vote for Loki. They're all gonna go on election next episode. That might actually be a little uh, poetic at the end, where you're like, "Oh, we've been following this one Loki from our timeline after the the Avengers, where." I guess he's trying to find some redemption and then you find like maybe like true evil Loki pre Thor one and he's like steeped in evil and you know Yeah, or so, another Loki where some something else <laughs> happened and he just came out really bad. Yeah. yeah. Like uh one thing I noticed was that all the sacred timeline seems to be back intact. It seems like all the branches were uh pruned yeah. and fixed. So I guess our multiverse theory is is still happening because it seems like you know when they're holding hands, like that shit went like ninety degrees really quickly. So I think is, I think that's gonna be the true nexus event where shit goes down. Because I think they said that once it crosses that threshold, that's when shit really goes down, right? Yeah. So I think that's what's gonna happen. Maybe that'd be awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, I would like that a lot. I think it would be it would be a cool way to set everything off, and I'm gonna be satisfied with that if at the end they're both still alive and they're like, okay. 
like we can go whenever wherever we want how do we fuck shit up and then we fans are left thinking okay when else are gonna pop like where in which movie are they gonna pop in which series are they gonna pop at when do we see them again in the timeline you know so yeah. um i would like that i would like for us to finish the series not knowing what's happening with them i would like both of them to be alive to be honest i like them together i think they have good chemistry And I would like them to just kind of like be this uh, X factor at some point. And maybe they just show up one day and like, I don't know, like uh, Doctor Strange 3 or something. And they just, you know, start doing shit there. I, I, I don't know. I, I really like Sylvia's character. And I'm afraid that she's probably not going to make it out at the end of the show. Or sure. she's not going to or she's not going to appear in future Marvel projects, which sucks. I really like her character. Yeah, me too. She's a fucking badass. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll see. I guess but, it'd be uh, hard to uh, put her somewhere else. Let's say do something else Loki related. Unless maybe there's going to be season two. Who knows? That's why. Like we we talked about it last week. Maybe they end it in a way that we think there might be a season two. But then as soon as you start opening that that uh, you know uh, kind of worms with like multiverse and you know the X Men and Fantastic Four, like can maybe they have a place in all this? Maybe don't. Maybe they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, Well, look, when Spider-Man comes out, I guess it'll start with that because Doctor Strange is supposed to appear and then, you know, it goes on to his own movie and then we'll find out, I guess, what happens with all yeah. that Scarlet Witch and that. I think in a year from today, when we do a, like a year in review of the MCU, uh, <laughs> things are going to be way different. It's going to be a lot of fuckery. And then we're, I think we don't even know where Feige is taking us. Uh, we can speculate, but I think we're all going to be very surprised as where we end. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm right because after after phase three, I was like, yep, that's it. They were never going to top it. Um, that portal scene is as good as it gets. Yeah. And uh, I hope that they prove me wrong. I hope that they do better. <laughs> But we'll see. It's going to be hard without Tony and Steve. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. I think um, I think that pretty much wraps it up for our review for this week. Um, any final thoughts, um, Tino? No, I'm just I'm looking forward to seeing. Like I said, if if it, my predictions are correct, I think we'll have a better indication next episode. And I'm I'm hoping for more fight sequences too, because the last one was just awesome. Agreed, agreed. What about you, Mayhal? I mean, I just want to wake up and it'd be you know Wednesday. I wake up in the morning and watch the episode. Yeah, I feel you, Andrew. Yeah, I'm excited for episode five. Uh, usually, episode the the last penultimate the penultimate episode. So. Yeah, hopefully something big happens and uh, we get some explanations and uh, yeah, take us to the finale after. All right, sweet. Well, uh, thank you boys for doing this episode again with us. And thank you, Andrew, for uh, gracing us with your presence. It was awesome to have you yeah. on the pod. Thanks for um, having me. Always uh, nice to have a fellow geek. I I know that your uh, your soon to be uh, spouse, um, you know, threatened me to invite her on the on the pod at one point. Yeah, I think she got a, she got a little bit jealous. So yeah, she was like, "How dare you invite like, Andrew before me?" And I'm like, like "I know well, nerdy stuff too." Yeah, I know. So maybe so like, we'll yeah, yeah. maybe at yeah. some point we'll take a break and we'll do a girlfriend edition of the show. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So until then, uh, thank you everyone who made it to the end with us for listening to our show. It's always a pleasure, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care. Take care, guys.